it didn't listen to me. It walked out of the thicket, it turned around and looked at me. They looked up and in this tree, there was a monkey man. And the monkey man jumped down out of the tree and started running away. Suddenly, they're right in front of the car. He slams on the brakes and manages to stop. And he's skidding because it's not quite, you know, um, gravelling. And for literally for about a second and a half, they just stood there because they don't know where to go. And you tell them panicking, they're like ripping up thing. Their 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 face is like twitching. to Bigfoot Society, a podcast where we focus on cryptids, the strange, and the unexplained of this world. If you've got a story or something weird to share, send an email over to me at bigfootsociety at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support this show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. And now, on with the show. All right, Bigfoot Society, I have the privilege of chatting to Mr. Zach Hall today. How's it going, Zach? Oh, going good. Going great. How are you, Jeremiah? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm having a, uh, a great start to the weekend. I get to do an interview. It's, uh, it's what I like to do best. Uh, for listeners that may not be familiar with Zach, uh, he is the cameraman uh, one of the cameramen on uh, some of your favorite outdoor shows, uh, the one that uh, most of the listeners will be familiar with is, of course, Expedition Bigfoot. Uh, but he's also been involved with things like uh, Deadliest Catch and Swamp People. And uh, what else should our uh, should the listeners know about you, Zach, before we get chatting about stuff? If, the, if there's any shows that they watch and they enjoy that is rough and outdoors, I've probably, I've probably been on it. Life Below Zero, uh, Swamp People. Uh, Wigatuna, Dirty Jobs, uh, yeah, just anywhere they want to send somebody to be miserable, it's usually me. <laughs> Is that right? Oh yeah, that's why I get the job with Russ. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's—I mean—that's got to be what the—that's the worst you can get, right? Um, of course not. Russ is Russ is a good dude, but what is the most? That actually would—that'd be fun. Uh, what's the most miserable situation you've been in? On a uh, oh, on a camera shoot for a TV show, uh, <clears throat> you know, no sleep for days, mm. uh, freezing to death, getting soaking wet. Everybody hates you, and they're angry on those crab mm. boats on on Deadliest Catch. It's oh, really? Easily, yeah, just like psychologically and, and mentally, it gets you. And then you know, um, I would say after that, probably life below zero. You know, it's like thirty, forty below, and you're living in a tent. And oh my goodness. Kind of just, stuck out there you got to wake yourself up and just get sacked to go and work and it's you know some days it's not as fun as you'd think but other days it's like an adventure so that's awesome how uh you know uh how did you first get into uh becoming this cameraman that gets to go on all these crazy adventures how did that start back in the day uh well you know uh (laughs) it's funny because i'm from southeast kentucky okay uh and Everybody always notices. I don't know if it'll come across on the podcast. That's sarcasm. Uh, this accent, uh, it's pretty thick. So uh, everybody's like, oh, yeah, this hillbilly. He'll probably work for a bologna sandwich. 
cheap. Production companies love cheap people. And um, and they knew that I could be outside. I had survival training and stuff and oh, wow. experience. So so they always were like, you know, this guy can at least survive for us. That's awesome. So you are, uh, uh, I've talked to a, f a few other uh, camera guys before. And man, you guys, you get through some crazy stuff like uh, um, uh, Evan, uh, Evan, um, Evan B. Stone. Uh, Brian C. Weed talked to those guys before. Those that's more like the Expedition X guys. Um, but uh, you you mentioned you have survival training. Where where did you get your survival training from? That's interesting. Oh, just I've done a couple of different things in the military when I was younger. Oh, okay. Uh, I was a cop for a while. Oh, wow. Which is not survival training, but you know, a lot of PT. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I was you know just always raised outdoors here in Kentucky. You know, spent spent almost every day, every weekend outdoors with my dad and my brothers, and so okay, you know, okay, you learn how to get around. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And were you uh, doing a lot of hiking and um, uh, hunting when you were growing up? Things like that. Oh yeah, yeah, hiking, hunting. I mean, like seriously, living in the woods, like the house is wow. in the woods. So it's like you go outside uh -huh. to play. You're just you know hopping logs down in creeks. Uh, camping was just hey, we're gonna stay outside tonight. You know, so it's like that's awesome. Yes, yeah, the oh, experience man. of growing up like that. So that's great. Were you a uh, were you a tent guy or a hammock guy or or what, oh, what kind of camping would you do? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, no, that's what's kind of funny with Expedition Bigfoot. Okay. Uh, you know, production was like, "Hey, you guys, we've got tents for you to use." All this, and uh, and me and Russ were just like, "We we're going to move faster." Mm. Like this is later on in the other seasons. It's like we're going to move faster and stuff, and this is what we're used to. We're just going to camp without a tent. We're going to roll up, and you know, I mean, unless there's weather, then we'll throw tarps. But you know, it, it, you just—it's a lot more fun, I think, and it's a lot easier to really know what's going on around you. And if you need to make mm. a quick escape, <laughs> you can make a quick yeah. escape. Wow! So uh, growing—I've talked to a few people in that um, Kentucky, Tennessee area. Um, on the uh, the Colin show and on the podcast, and they have really interesting, you know, stories about just folklore from their area. Were there any like interesting things you remember from growing up in the Kentucky area, or like legends, folklore, anything uh, weird that sticks out in your mind that you encountered? Or yeah, I mean, you know. It's, there's a lot of like ghost stories growing up. Everybody's had like a ghost story. Oh, wow. Um, in season two, after I got injured, uh, Bryce came over and I just talked to those guys about, you know, my dad's story. My dad had a Bigfoot sighting when he was, you know, like 17 here in Kentucky, oh, wow. not far from where I grew up. And uh, and I think that's one of the reasons he loved to like take us out and into the woods when we would go camping on the weekends and stuff. He'd like secretly be looking, you know, he'd tell mm. us all these stories and. And so, yeah, I mean, I grew up with all that stuff and it's kind of like where my head's been at a lot lately, uh, developing other shows based in Appalachia about oh. the folklore. You know, we've got the Haints, which are just, yeah. you, know, what, you know, and so it's funny, Jeremiah, I was, uh, I was trying to get ideas so I could pitch a show and shoot some stuff. And uh, I sent out this call to people on Facebook and I was like, hey, anybody around this area, if you've got stories, tell them to me. And I, I got a handful and they were like talking about 
skinwalkers. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, you know, shapeshifters, goat legs, all that stuff. Oof. And, the, and they were like, Oh yeah, it's on this hill behind this college. And I was like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. That's where I live. Let's not, I don't oh, want none of these stories. <laughs> no way. I'm like, that's my yard. We're good. Let's not do that. And, uh, Oh, that's wild. So, so yeah, I was like, man. So then every time I would walk outside after that, I'd see the deer in the bottom and I'd be like, Oh, you better be a deer, not a not deer. I was like, it's uh, wow. Well, that's that's life here. You know? That's that's just how it is. And, it, and it, it sounds like it's so cool. The one guy I was talking to, he's talking about like banshees and stuff. Or, yeah. you know, you see the one Bigfoot type creature and then, hey, you're in trouble. You're probably headed out. Uh, you see that dark figure, you know. Um, man. Well, and, and that was the thing. One of the stories somebody told me was that they were just hiking up here on the mountain where I live. And uh, they heard someone call their name out and it sounded really familiar and almost sounded like theirs. And I was like, man, if I walked outside and somebody was just like, Zach, and it sounded like me, I'd be like, well, time to move. Yeah. Well, see you later, kids. That, that's the thing. It's like you uh, you hear all these stories about, you know, like uh, you don't go outside after dark in uh, in Appalachia. Uh, and I'm thinking I've seen more vi uh, videos where it's like uh, West Virginia, but I guess the same applies up and down the entire, yeah. you know, mountain system. I uh, just put the broom uh, hear... above the door. Have you heard oh, that what? one? You put the no. broom above the door? No, I haven't. Oh, you put a broom above your door and maybe some old timey ones, you can still see it. Um, <clears throat> and whenever the haints would come in, they would stop and they would count the bristles on the broom. And that's how you would occupy them until it's time to, you know. That is amazing. So can you define uh, for listeners that might not know what exactly a haint is? Well, from what I know from um, where I'm from, it's, it's, it's similar to a ghost. It's kind of what they call the ghost. Uh, could be a cross between like a spirit ghost and a witch type thing. Mm. Um, it really just takes a lot of different stuff under its umbrella here in Appalachian. Sure. You know, so it's just haints. That story reminded me of um, uh, uh, the legend about the Rougarou in Louisiana. And supposedly one of the things you can do is you always keep 13 pennies on you uh, to mm -hmm. throw down on the ground if a Rougarou is chasing you because they'll stop and count the pennies and then you can get away. So maybe there's something about, uh, you know, cryptids, uh, legends, they can't really count that good or they get distracted it's real slow counters <laughs> they really run out of fingers <laughs> oh that's funny i i'm curious so let's um how did we'll, we'll start here so you, you 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 already said that you have experience uh a little experience with bigfoot in your upbringing because your dad had that story. So what was your reaction like when you, you got, you probably got an offer about like, Hey, there's this Bigfoot show. They want you to be the cameraman. What was that initial, like, you know, you heard about the offering for expedition Bigfoot. Were you excited? Were you like, I don't know. Or. Oh no, I was definitely excited. All I right. Mean, you know, that's, if nothing else, it's, it's, uh, it does bring me back to my youth and watching the shows with my dad. And, and so it's a, a connection I have with him and, uh, and then plus my own interest in the subject. And especially mm. after being out on the show, it just, it does grow even more. You're like, Oh yeah. So, so to, you know, know that it's going to be a Bigfoot show and you're going to go out and, 
and stay out in the wild and explore and get to do like real research in one spot. You're not just like, cause so much with TV, um, it's, they want to save money. Production companies want to save money. They want to move in quick, move out quick. And here was one that's like, no, we're going to go in here. We're going to do this. We're bringing on people that really want to just prove or disprove. Uh And, uh, we're just going to like, you know, get buried into it. And I was like, oh, dude, that'd be fun. You know? And like I said, I grew up camping, Uh telling ghost stories, hearing ghost stories. So just getting to go out and, you know, hope you see something, experience something. And if not, you know, Russell's not too fast. He likes to think he can outrun (laughs) me. No. But, uh, you know, if you get scared, you got you got Russell there to take care of yourself. Good old Russ. Yeah. Uh, had you heard of any of the uh, the people on the team before you had uh, you got involved with the show or was it a thing that you met them uh, once you once you met everyone? With the yeah, team? yeah, it was it was all new. All uh, right, I'd cool. never heard of them. Uh, it's funny because one of the first shows I worked on when I got into reality TV was finding Bigfoot. And, oh uh, really yeah they came to kentucky and just needed somebody local as a pa and i was like i could do that and uh that wasn't on your imdb me. that's interesting okay yeah all right so, maybe it was but hmm. no i don't think it is maybe i don't all know right. but well. um yeah so you know i got i got you know and it was um it was the year before my dad passed away okay and i tried my best to get him to go on there and tell his story. And he oh, wow. debated back and forth and was a little afraid to, and, you know, because of the stigma that a lot sure. of people get with Bigfoot and stuff. Sure. And, uh, and I think, I think shows like expedition Bigfoot and finding Bigfoot and mm-hmm. especially the stuff that's outside of networks. Like when you watch something online and you get to see like real, like people that just are so passionate about it, that are not like hindered by production companies and stuff. That can sure. just really bury themselves into. I, I think the stigma's starting to, you know, disappear a little bit. Oh and, yeah, uh, I mean, you have like there's there's so many, so much solid online content now. You have like, uh, I mean, I can think of uh, you got small town monsters. You got, um, you know, solo researchers that are putting out their own documentaries, like Jonathan Easley, Tate Hieronymus. It's just like you can watch for hours and hours on YouTube now. And it did not used to be like that back in the day. Um, was there a point where the, let's say the Expedition Bigfoot production realized, hey, this cameraman we've got, he knows a little bit more about Bigfoot than we had thought. And um, maybe they started to bring you into things. Was there like a, a turning point that you noticed? or? Well, I think um, the first season, everybody's trying to learn how they're going to do it. They're trying to learn. Uh, productions trying to figure out how they're even going to tell the story. Mm. Uh, our researchers are out there just trying to get whatever they can in the window of time that they're out there. And, uh, and they're also learning how to work with each other. So it was all mm-hmm. kind of just, you know, that first season you're learning, sure. uh, you know, come the second season, uh, especially like me and Russ being out there together. <clears throat> like I'm close with all the guys, all the researchers, Maria, mm-hmm. Ronnie, Bryce, we're all very close. Um, but like, when I'm out with Russell, you know, we kind of have to have each other's back. It's like just us there. And it's like, you know, you're just so like relying on each other. You get really close. Mm. And, uh, and at some point in season two, when we're just doing the, uh, just doing the research after I got injured, especially, sure, um, yep. 
when when I came back for Washington, uh, I actually shouldn't have been out there. I still had a knee brace on most of the time. Oh, and, wow. uh, so it, it was a lot of me like, you know, calling out to Russ, telling Russ, I don't want to do this or, you know, I don't feel safe in this one because of my knee. Uh, didn't want to re-injure it. Mm-hmm. And two, I mean, we got into some situations where it was just like, you know, I'm all that's here. Like we have to communicate. And I think production saw, okay, well, it's good. Here's a sounding board for Russell. Right. And, uh, and then Zach does know what he's talking about. Like there was a, there's a handful of times you, you don't see it on TV. There's a handful of times where I'm like, Russell, this way, this is what we need to let's do. This. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Russell, I'm sorry if you're listening. <laughs> I'm taking credit for some of the stuff, but, uh, but as yeah, you, you should, sorry, uh, sorry, Russ, Zach came on the podcast first. So, you know what I'm saying? Wink, wink. <laughs> oh, he'll be here now. Just outdo me. Oh, he will <laughs> yeah, bring so it on, Russ. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, and so they did, they started and they saw the connection I had with Russell and, and so they, you know, I mean, it comes out natural and mm. they just, at some point they also have no other footage to use. Like It's like, okay, Zach and Russell are talking nonstop. This is what they're doing. They're uh-huh. in this together. So, um, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking over the, you know, I'm trying to think over the, the, uh, the series, uh, seasons that have been so far. And it's like, at first, you know, I think there's a few times where it's like the, the cameraman start talking and you would catch certain things and you're like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then like you started to really get like, you know, to be a bigger part of the series. It's kind of an interesting, um, um, you know, it kind of you, you've had your own little story arc, you know, bringing the oh, yeah. the guy behind the camera. And it had the, almost that like, you know, I, I love uh, found footage movies, you know, but um, it, it's just it's a very interesting take on things. But uh can you remember a time where uh, you're out there uh, with Russ or or whenever and like things got really intense or you're like, I don't know if we need to be here right now. This is a little <laughs> bit too intense. One time. Oh, OK, <laughs> Multiple oh, more times, than one time. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's funny, too, because, I mean, I get hired for these jobs because. Oh, let's send the hillbilly. He'll he'll do it, and I will. I'll go do this stuff. I'm not too afraid, uh, but some moments you get in. I mean, and that's the moments they want to use usually for TV or anything. Right. Is you know, oh hey, we're going to break the fourth wall because you know Zach just crapped his pants. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, uh, okay, I can think of one uh, season one when the thermal image, the thermal image that Russell got. Yes, like you don't hear it because it doesn't make the cut on TV, but Russell's sitting there and he's like starting to freak out. He's like Russell freak out. Okay. It's like a calm freak out. Like, okay. Oh my God. I've got something. That's a Russell freak out. For yeah. You. That's a Russell freak out. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, so, um, he's, he's looking through this thermal imaging goggles and he's telling me what he's seeing and I can't see it because, you know, he has this little device that he syncs the Bluetooth to, and I can see it if I need mm. to. And he's blocking it with his arm, and I don't know what's going on out there because it's pitch black. And he's like, are you seeing this, Zach? Are you seeing this? And I'm like, no, Russell, no. I'm like, move your arm. Stop. Like, I was getting annoyed because <laughs> things were going on. And then I see this on that little bitty phone, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. There's something out there with us. Like, Wow. You know, and, um, and of course, we go over after it. And 
as we're going, we have to cross some stream and where the stream is, it's like some big rocks and boulders. So I'm like handing him my camera as I just jump across. It's pitch black. You can't see anything outside the hour. Oh and uh, he accidentally double taps my record button. Oh, no. So, so I'm not recording anymore. So I'm sitting here walking behind him and I see I'm not recording. My headphones came unplugged. So I'm trying oh. to plug them up. I hit the record button and he's starting to disappear out of my hour range. So like I can't see him anymore. Oh, no. And I'm like. Russell, wait, Russell, Russell, wait. <laughs> you just saw this big thermal. And you're, I'm like, Russell. And get back here. <laughs> and this is this is also one of the first times because it's the first season. It's one of the first times like we, we really are just getting to know each other, just getting in right. our groove. And he's running off and leaving me and I've got nothing. And I was frustrated because he double tapped and all this stuff. And he got out of my distance and I was just in a, a panic. And I guess you can see it in season two. Sometimes I uh-huh. just scream. So I'm just like, Russell, wait. I scream really loud. And uh, and he just got mad. He's like, what? You know, so we had that little moment and then we went on. And I think, uh, you know, I was glad we didn't stumble on nothing when we were going there. Because as you pointed out, as my story arc goes, I'm the guy that gets disposed of first. <laughs> mm. This character is the one that gets eaten when we go out there. So if it's a bear or a cat or whatever, <laughs> bye, Zach. You know, that's actually uh, bringing that up. Were there any situations where, you know, you're in areas that it's not just Bigfoot? Uh, did you have any, you know, situations where you're, you know, you're running into other animals besides Bigfoot that didn't make oh, the camera cut? Yeah. Yeah. And I think like that's the thing, too, is, um, you know, I'm not trying to fool viewers. You know, I mm-hmm. want everything to play out the way it should. Sure. Uh, a, a lot of times uh, I, I can see cuts where I'm like, oh, they're using the audio where I got scared because of this, because we wandered into a, a, a cat den or something like, you know, like sometimes we're like, you smell that. And it's a really intense scene because we really don't know what we've stumbled upon. Mm. And then that's why, you know, if you read some message boards, people are like, why did they just leave that alone? Why didn't they follow up on that? Well, it played into the edit as a build up moment. Sure. But you know, we smelled a cat and we got out there. It's like, we need to move. We know there's a cat here. Right. And you know, safety does come first. It's, but you know, and we don't control the edit. We don't do none of that. And we honestly, we have the best edit team. I think they do such a good job of storytelling, Mm. but like it's, um, it is, you know, there's moments where, you know, we've seen bear, we've seen cats, uh, Russell pepper sprayed me in the face once. Okay, I'm gonna need to hear that story. That's pretty oh, intense. That's amazing, Zach. <laughs> I don't think that was in the show, was it? I, no, I don't it remember that. Show. No. No. Um, well, he's our he's our expert survivalist. Uh, sure. Uh, so we've been hiking all day. We were tired. <clears throat> this was a moment where we knew where we were going on the GPS. We're going to the road. This is where we're going to do like a refuel getting some uh, more water, new batteries, whatever. So PAs and medics were going to come and just, you know, make sure we're all okay. Sure. And I'm, I'm like, we had just shot this little scene. I'm like, Russell, go over here and show me, just just walk me through how to use this bear spray, you know, in case cats come and stuff. Because this was early on in season one. We're like, okay, uh, we're just teaching. This was an educational. We're going to also learn while we do this. And uh, he's, you know, probably 50 feet away and he sprays it and uh oh man hold on my series started working for some reason um no, you're good he sprays it 
and it looks really good. You see the big, huge spray from it. And yeah. Okay, cool. He hoses it. We hike back out. We smell a cat. We keep going and we make it to a road and, uh, our PAs there, our medics there. And we go to sit down on this little ATV and I'm like mad at Russell. I'm like, I want to drive. Like, I, I, we don't ever get to this. I like, I'm driving this thing. And he's like, okay, that's fine. And he takes his bag off and he throws it in the back. And I'm up at the driver's, uh, at the steering wheel. And we have a PA sitting beside me and a medic beside me. Russell climbs into the back and he sits down. And I'm already kind of annoyed with him because he's drugged me all over the hills. Like, this, these are the days we look forward to because we're going to mm-hmm. get, you know, a little break. Drags me all over the hills. I'm ready. I'm like, oh, yes. I sit down and I hear, Oh my I goodness. I, I think he's wasting our canned air. I'm, I'm like mad at him because he's a prankster too. Russell's really funny. He's, Is he he's, really? He's, okay. Oh yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. So I think he's wasting our canned air and I'm kind of annoyed. So I'm like, Russell, are you? And I turn around and right as I turn around, the bear spray straight in my eye. Oh just, my goodness. Just sprays it. Gets all over the PA's neck and burns him. <sighs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was a bad moment. We're flushing water out of our eyes and he's like, oh man, I'm so sorry. I, I apologize. And, uh, but we got over it. It was a fun moment. <laughs> it was not a TV moment, but oh wow, how yeah, incredible would that have been to see? <laughs> that's fun. That's no, funny. Right. Thankfully, you it's... went through it. Uh, wow, yeah. Um, something that always you see in the show, uh, and and you see, yeah, I've seen some recordings of of Russell when he's at certain Bigfoot conferences. There's always a focus on how big the backpack is. So I'm curious, are you are you lugging around a, a backpack just as big? Yeah, yeah, mine's just as big. Wow. Mine's not as fluffy as his. Like his okay. is, he's got everything in the world that we kind of like we make it so that when we are moving, moving, uh he carries most of our living stuff and then his stuff that he needs directly. And then I carry all the camera equipment, batteries, you know, food stuff, anything else. Okay. It's all in my bag. So, you know. It's uh, it's not. I'd say it's not as heavy as his because he also has shovels and he's a, he's a true survivalist. So he brings sure. everything that he knows he needs, and then anything else I can throw in there to make mine lighter <laughs> so that I can carry the camera. But you throw a few <laughs> bricks in there when he's not watching. Oh, oh, Maria and Ronnie have put rocks in his bag before. Oh, really? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that is fantastic. I could totally see. I could see the team going back and forth with some pranks. No doubt. Oh yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Um, hmm. I think the listeners would want me to uh, to try to talk to you, and you can keep it vague if you if you need to. But um, you know, uh, Bryce was mentioning. I just talked to him uh, uh, last week. We were talking about uh, how filming was going, and he mentioned that. Uh, you know, the next, the upcoming season, uh, with Alaska, uh, was that, was that pretty wild up there or? I have to be vague with it, Jeremy. Okay. We'll be vague. Yeah, that's extremely yeah, that's, vague. that's what I have to be like really vague with. <laughs> like that's, uh, and I mean, you, you'll find out. I think the show starts airing in January, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So you, you, yeah. There's a lot of secrets that will be revealed, but, Ooh, uh, Ooh I like it. Yeah. All right. But uh, yeah, I have to be like, I'm not as protected as Bryce. Like, you know, Bryce is in front of the camera full time, uh, does oh, his own true. thing. And, and mm. uh, 
if I break NDAs, goodbye career. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> you know, the uh, the common man always forgets about the NDAs. Yeah. And, you know, it's crazy because I've talked to some people in the past and they've literally had to been like, well, let's see, my NDA lasted for 10 years. So and it, we just, you know, the, the viewer doesn't think about like these NDAs could last for eight to 10 years. And you got to be careful about what you talk about or you could yeah. land in hot water. So, yeah. Oh, trust me. Listen, season three, that footage that Russell had on the mountain through his scope. I wanted so bad to just leak it. Like we talked about just leaking it. You know, oh, yeah, like we were like, people need to see this stuff. Like, that's how convincing it was for us. Like, we want people to see this so they can start talking about it. Like, we want to know more. And, uh, and you know, I'm not a millionaire. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. so you put that out there. It's like, oh, no job. And I still have to pay all that. I don't have a job to pay for it. Come on, mm, judge. Sounds great. <laughs> um, you know, being involved with the, uh, the show, uh, in, and starting, you know, to be almost you're it's almost like you're, you know, uh, you could say a character on the show, you know, like, you know, uh, have you started to get uh, recognized or people try to contact you and tell, you know, people tell you their Bigfoot story or anything cool like oh, that? Yeah. Because. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially back home, like it, it's mm. it's insane how many people have come forward to be like, hey, let me tell you a story I have over here in this holler or. You know, let me bring you a piece of evidence and tell me what you think. And uh, and that's pretty cool. Um, I went down and saw the gang when they were in Tennessee for a, a convention. Oh, yeah. And uh, and people were just like, oh, it's the cameraman. It's Russell's cameraman. And I was like, oh, cool. Um, and it's kind of a position that's started to happen on some of the other shows, too, uh, with dirty jobs. Okay. You know, Mike Rowe will make fun of me all the time or you know he's kind of <laughs> included me in some of the the stand-ups at the beginning the opens and so you know slowly becoming america's favorite cameraman that's very incompetent there you go <laughs> there and maybe someday you'll be not behind the camera but in front of it maybe yep. you never know you never I mean, know you never know um was there is there a time you could think of where you know you're out with russ you're filming them trying to get footage for for the show and he is he's about to do something and you're like you're trying to talk him out of it like you know just like russ you do that you're gonna you're gonna kill yourself like stop doing that any crazy stuff like that or oh yeah uh well i mean because a lot of the stuff if he does it i have to either go with him or we're not yeah. gonna film anything so there's a lot of stuff that happens and uh, the bridge in Washington where he found oh the footprint. Goodness. Yeah. It breaks my heart because you know what? I was the one that saw something. He goes down there and he gets a footprint and I was not with him when he discovered it. You know, I'm trying to find my way down because again, I still had the knee brace on. I'm like trying my best to get down oh, yeah. this mountain. And, uh, and he's like, I'm going to go over. I'm like, no, no, you're not. Like, you can't <laughs> go over. I can't go over. And he's like, I'm going I was like, fine. If that's what you're going to do. I said, but you're going to go down there. And this is this is a real like situation that doesn't come across on the TV because it can't. It's not the type of show. Right. So we're just having this little spat for a minute where it's like, if you go, you're not going to get it filmed. Nothing's happening, Russell. Like, I can't. And Russell, honestly, and I commend him. Mm -hmm. He goes over. He takes his camera and he goes and he gets stuff. And 
Wow. You know, that's, and that's on me for, you know, not being able to go over. I was just not ready to. It was dark. It was quick. Like, I don't know. So that's one of those that bothers me. But, you know, stuff like that happens all the time, too. In Northern California, we went through a spot that didn't make it on TV either. Really? Where just the trees, like, were just... Like, you know how big these redwoods are. They redwoods? Yeah, I think they're redwoods. Oh, yeah. You got your, your Endor stuff from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we were walking through this valley trying to get down it through this little holler. And we just, our legs just kept popping through holes on this rotted wood. Oh, and, man. Uh, and I mean, you'd pop through and it's like a 20 foot fall into a big hole. And I'm like, Russell, we just mm. don't need to be doing this. Like, we can no way, dude. walk this way and go down yep. the hill. And, but, we did it <laughs> because Russell's like, I'm going. Uh, you know, I just, uh, I, I've, it's crazy that, you know, pe- th- there have been situations that have happened, but, you know, it's crazy that someone hasn't gotten hurt even more through all the crazy stuff that you guys have done. Knock on wood, you know. Wait for Alaska. In the Ro- Wait for Alaska. Am I talking to the real Zach or robot <laughs> Zach? <laughs> We'll, no. we'll have to wait. You'll have to wait and see. Once, it's like uh, Hank Williams Jr. I grew this beard out to cover all the scars. Like, oh, from the, oh from nice, whatnot. dude. Nice. This is um, thinking over... Oh, holy mackerel. Wait a second. I'm going to be super professional right now. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I didn't have my computer plugged in. Such oh, a, nice. Such a really cool <laughs> podcaster move of me. Sorry about that, Zach. Um, at least it didn't turn off. Holy mackerel. So can you think of over the, the seasons you've been involved with Ep- Expedition Bigfoot, has there been times where you encountered something something strange that you you know maybe not related to Bigfoot? Um, but you can't really explain what was going on. Uh, I mean, yeah, for me, I, I, I think the thermal that we saw, I think it could have been something supernatural in my opinion. Really? Um, oh, wow. And then in, uh, in Northern California, Russell had his tracker out and we tracked this thing and chased it all over the place. And it just kind of, it would get oddly close and then oddly far away really quick which was weird Mm. and part of me wants to think it was a person which is scary to think that a person was playing with us that watched us plant these trackers yep and was just playing games with us like yep to me that's really scary and then to see it like when we finally found this thing and it plays out on tv a little different than it happened because oh uh as we were coming up on it like it just disappeared like it, it actually went off for a minute and I don't know how that would happen when we were still right on top of it. So we look up and down the tree and stuff, and there's nothing. And then the hair on that came back as human hair, which could have been. Okay. Bit, you know, because okay. we don't know. Interesting. Hairs. Yeah. But uh, to me, like, that kind of stuff is scarier. Like, to mm. think that somebody could be playing games with you. Uh, you know, we're miles and miles away from the other production. Exactly. Team. That's, so, uh, yeah, that's because, hmm. You know, some of the areas you're in, there's people out. If there's people out there, they're not they're not doing stuff that is the most exactly. uh, legal. And you don't want to mess around with those dudes because exactly. they'll mess you up. But we'll leave it at that. Um, you mentioned that 
you know, there was that thermal and you think there was something maybe supernatural going on. Is that something you can go more into what your, your thoughts maybe were regarding that or. So I like, I guess, and it's going to make me kind of sound a little crazy. That's um, it's fine. That no, this I'm, is I'm, what we want. I've accepted it. I've accepted All right, cool. It. <laughs> um, but like, you know, and I tried to explain it in a way, uh, when they interviewed me for season two, hmm. not a Nephilim. Nephilim was it? Uh, it was a conversation oh. we were just talking about. I don't, you know, think of the Nephilim, but like, um, in my beliefs and the way that I feel about like paranormal stuff, ghosts and whatnot, um, you know, uh, my Christian beliefs, my faith. Hmm. If I believe in God, then you know, Satan has to exist, the devil. Sure. Uh, and so sometimes I think this evil you know for lack of a better way to explain it gets its power gets its energy or whatever gets its rocks off uh, i play them with you and i think mm -hmm. that you know evil truly does know your heart and it knows what you're looking for it knows what you're out there doing and it knows how to play those games and so wow. you know and people will be like okay well if demons exist and all this stuff where's the hard proof of that? Like, why can't we just see it? Why want a demon pop up and be like, Hey, I'm a demon. Hey, what's well, up? <laughs> because if it did that, it just completely ruined it. You know, it, it, the, the devil's whole plan's gone because now mm. here's proof for the world. Demons exist like this. So God exists. And then all the people are like, okay, well, God exists now. This and that, you it's know, interesting. It loses its power. So that's interesting. It's a long way to put it, but like, so seeing stuff like that, I really think sometimes um, if you don't see it, like, you know, Bigfoot, Russell, 100 percent is convinced that Bigfoot is flesh and blood. Ronnie mm. is 100 percent uh, convinced it can go through portals. He can go. Oh, no through, doubt. Yeah. You know, so we have both sides of that there. And then, you know, I'm like this both ways it could go. I can lean both ways. Um but like, you know, I feel like until we find or anybody finds like hardcore body evidence, I have to believe that it's some kind of evil thing. Just, you know, not necessarily evil, but like some kind of like paranormal. Like, I don't know. It, it gets tricky because there, there's all these ways. You it can... does. It, it really does. And there's so many <clears throat> different ways you can look at it. Right. And like I've had so many different viewpoints on the show. I mean, you can. You can go everywhere from, you know, uh, Wood Ape in Oklahoma with NAWAC, or you can go with, you know, um, uh, Bigfoot going through portals and, and alternate dimensions and, you know, or you can, you can go the, uh, the Nephilim Genesis six route, you know, and, uh, there is so many interesting, uh, viewpoints you can take or, you know, maybe a missing ev evolutionary link, you know, things like that. There's, there's a lot of different viewpoints that one can take. Um, at the end of the day, though, it's, you know, we haven't captured it. So we quite don't know what it is. Yeah. Everyone just has their own opinion about it at the end of the day, right? <sighs> but it is... It is wild. Were you involved with the scene where um, where Ronnie 
is sees like the shadows going across the side of the cliff or was that yeah. that's a different camera guy i'm guessing yeah. okay that part always messes around me but that's all right um hmm. and see and so <clears throat> so with that too uh that's you know that's why a lot of times when you hear russell he'll be like you know it's just me and zach out there he'll he'll emphasize that a lot because it is just mm. me and russell out there the other team is two camera guys, you know, because there's two, uh, two sure. talent to follow, two yep. camera guys. And then because of that, they'll have another person that carries batteries and does everything else, like an AC, oh, okay. you know, Interesting. Uh, producer. So, so they got, a, it's a little heavier on their side, which is, you know, also I think why, you know, me and Russell will get into situations to where it's like, oh gosh, how are we here? Why are we here? We're like Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. And, uh, <laughs> you know, they're the other side of the, other side of the gang. Are you Scooby Doo or is Russ Scooby Doo or is it kind of switch back and forth? Oh man, Russ Russ is probably Scrappy. Scrappy Doo. <laughs> scrappy Doo. Let me at him. Oh, that is he's gonna. <laughs> that's those are fighting words when you're calling someone Scrappy Doo. <laughs> he's Scrappy Doo. <laughs> He'd like to think he's Fred, but oh my goodness, that's funny. Um, you mentioned earlier that you were involved with a bit on, uh, on, uh, finding Bigfoot back in the day. Is that anything that you can talk about? You know, I, I know NDAs can last for a long time or is that anything that you can share? I mean, I can talk from? about like, yeah, I can talk about like my experience on it, but like I said, okay. it, it came local and they just needed PAs. So oh. a lot of the stuff that I did was just like assisting before they would go out and assist them when they would come back in or driving and stuff. It was, you know, the, the simple stuff throughout the day. And I, I like never went out with them like I do okay. for this show. So it really wouldn't be much except for like the cast was great. Honestly, I had a good time with them. Good experience with them. Uh, Renee still reaches out sometimes. So nice. Yeah. I had a good time with them, but nothing really, you know, meaty gotcha gotcha so over the years uh it sounded like you know you've been kind of into bigfoot before the show as well are you a uh are you a big reader as well do you read a lot of different bigfoot books or i i read i mean i just i wouldn't even say i'm a big reader in general i, I sure. read like i don't pick up a book unless i'm flying to read okay. uh, a lot of the stuff i read are articles online newspapers uh I guess my ADD, my attention span to follow a full story starts to fall off unless I'm trapped on a plane. I got gotcha. you. Yep. Uh, I'll read a lot in Alaska when uh, I'm filming shows up there because there's nothing else. But, um, you know, because there's a lot of downtime on mm. some of these shows. And uh, But, yeah, I, I've done a lot of research on it and stuff, too. And I do think that's why, you know, going back to what you asked earlier, I do think that my experience in it is also a reason that I have kind of crossed that line a little more than the other camera guys and mm -hmm. uh, the other producers. And, you know, because there's a lot of times, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm involved with like moves that me and Russell are making, you know, um, just based on stuff I've researched and based on like things that I believe sometimes Russell's like, all right, let's go with yours. Let's see how this, oh, wow. you know? and, uh, and so, and it's nice to have that relationship with it, you know? So, 
Yeah. So you're talking about like, um, like let's try like coming at it from this angle or, you know, like stuff like wood knocks or call blasting or what kind of stuff exactly? Russell won't do wood knocks, but, uh, but like, oh, really? No, you don't <laughs> want to do wood knocks. Uh, All right. But, you know, just places that we'll set up and, uh, and stay like, you know, cause we'll, we'll move, we'll make big, huge moves. And then we'll post up, we'll make a, a, a little base of our own and okay. work out of that and explore. And, uh, and just deciding on directions we'll move that day and you know uh okay well this kind of seems like like one night he didn't want to stay on the water like down on the water and i was like let's just stay down here just let's just see because my dad's experience was in water you know oh okay and, uh, and he's like i don't like to stay near the water because you know it takes away that advantage you have with hearing stuff uh mm. and so you know, but he's like, but yeah, let's try it. Let's see what we get. And, uh, you know, we heard stuff on the water one night and, you know, nothing, I guess that made TV because again, it becomes led by Zach, which at that point is not, you know, that's, Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 We, yep. That's true. So, oh man. That's too bad. Yeah. Wow. I bet you there's just hours and hours of, of footage that is not used. If, if oh, you think about man, it so much. And 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 that's kind of uh, it's that's kind of the letdown of some of this is like how mm-hmm. little you you do see on there like because mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people will ask about the stories and like oh how funny is it that Bryce is interviewing this person and then that's what this story episode's about and you know and that's just because <laughs> <laughs> that's the magic of editing. <laughs> you know you're kind of telling a story right so it exactly has to happen. And I yeah. mean, trust me, I, I'm as a, somebody there that as somebody that's there firsthand, you're not going to want to watch all that stuff. A lot of that stuff is just watching paint dry or us walking mm. or us singing songs way too loud. And Russell getting annoyed at me because I'm like, won't shut up. He's <laughs> like, you've got to be quiet. dude. Like, stop. I'm like, no, Russ, there's nothing here. I don't feel it, Russell. Let's just get, like, I'm going to talk. Let's talk. And then, you know, there's other nights where it's just so intense and you're just like, you're not sleeping because, you know, you just get that feeling, you know, you get those hairs on your arms raising and then you're just like, something's here. Like, and those are the good nuts. So a lot of people mention that, like usually, you know, sometimes, and I mean, this could be just like intuition or it could be something like infrasound. Uh, have you, so you've experienced, you've experienced feeling a certain way when you're about to have like Bigfoot interactions or that's, that's kind of interesting. Oh yeah. No, all the time. Like really. And, and that's, that that's also a moment where I realized too, like, Hey, this is, this is, you know, something to be, you know, noted for our show too. It's like, there's times when Russell is just like, Whoa, like when Russell gets to that point where he's like, okay. <clears throat> you know, my arms are standing up like that. And I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> I get it too. Trust me. And, um, uh, and that's when wow. stuff usually pops off that we saw a thermal. Um, well, I didn't see the thermal. He did in his goggles and, uh, he sees this thermal on the side of a tree and then we hear something circling around us and he's like, mm. okay. He's like, we, let's move closer and go down there. And I'm already like, <laughs> like just crawling, like it's real slow. Like, Oh man, I don't know if we need to move towards this. Right. And I even say to him many times, like all the time, I'm like, you want to go this way, Rose? I don't, I don't know about that. And, 
and it's the intuition or that feeling, or it could be the infrasound, you know, it's, mm. uh, but something tells you like the stuff's it's something's going on. Like, and, uh, that's usually too, when we get good stuff, you know, we've that's been, wild. we've been tracked before. Like we've been followed many times, like where you have that feeling of there's something behind me. Like, mm. and I'm the guy in the back. Like, I'm like, oh gosh. Too bad you didn't have a setup where you could film behind you at We've the same time. We've talked about that. Really? We've talked about setting up stuff. I mean, it's extra weight, extra batteries, all this stuff. Sure. And it really depends on, you know, where the show would go in the future, mm. which it could be one of the gimmicks we'll try in the future. Because, you know, it's at some point, like, yeah, you, you want to do different things. We want to be as as real as we can be. And if something's, you know, weighing me down and we're trying this gimmick and it's slowing us down and it ain't working, yeah. then of course it's going to hinder the way that Russell and Ray and Ronnie all hunt, mm. you know, like all of a sudden we're stopping them down because no, we can't like, there's something going on. This just died. This is not working. This is, you know, weighing us down. Sure. We don't have enough batteries. And and then the show becomes fabricated because it's like, okay, I got to stop you. We got to do this. And okay, let's do this now, you know, because we missed our moment. So, and we don't want to do that. It, mm, there are so many opinions about Expedition Bigfoot. You know, I've read you've you've read it all. That that's an interesting thing about this this show is how involved everyone is on social media. And like, I'll be in a group, and all of a sudden, Russell pop out of nowhere and be like, "Well, actually," and I'm like, yeah. "Oh, all right." <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, hey, that's that's just the world we live in, you know. Like, I think it's that, and I think it's how passionate they are about what they're doing. Like, you know, I mean, and on top of that, Maria, Maria has a reputation. Like, like true, she legit has so much riding on what she does. So I understand her wanting to be there to be like, let me tell you guys, let me let me explain Mm. it to you a little more so you can get a clearer picture. Yeah, gotcha. And uh, and yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't do this with a lot of the other shows. Like this is it, this show has become a passion for me too. You know, mm. and uh, and and I care about the people. So, do you think you'll be, you know, let's say hypothetically in the future, there has to be a point where there will no longer be Expedition Bigfoot. It, something can't go on forever. Um, we'd want it to, but uh, could you see yourself still wanting to go out into the woods, d- you know, go on some crazy Bigfoot adventures, even though you're not the cameraman anymore? Oh yeah. Me and Russell have already talked about, you know, really? once this is over, you know, going and doing stuff and, and, and filming it and, you know, just so we can document it and have it and Dude, be going and exploring on our own. And we've yeah. even talked about, you know, the possibility of like, you know, finding other people that are really passionate about it and going with us, you know, like, like having people go and wow. And, and really, you know, experiencing like what we truly do. Cause it don't come off the same on TV. I mean, I don't care what people think they're not actors. So it's like, sure. You see the stuff and you're like, Oh man, that's fake. Listen, now they're saying that that's fake. That's a line that was fed to him by a producer. Yeah. Because you know what? I heard what he said, but I don't think it came across. Russell say that again for me. That's, that's mm. a good thing. And Russell's not an actor. So it comes off like, sure. Hello, how are you today? I am Russell. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the things that people think are fake, it's it's because of us. It's the production side of things. We're asking these people to do things they don't normally do. Right. Okay, I got you. That'd be very interesting to see, you know, potentially in the future if there's like the Russ and Zach uh, 
Bigfoot adventure show on YouTube. Right. Oh, and it I would mean, be totally different, you know, but you never know who knows what could happen, but it would be fun. Were you involved with the, um, uh, there was a point I want to say it was last season, I think where, uh, a few people actually went to bluff Creek, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Were you involved with that at all or? Uh, I didn't go with them when they went to bluff, okay. bluff Creek. Okay. A lot of the stuff I do, um, I am just with Russell. Like when wow. we go out, we go out and if they do like pick up interviews later, the, mm -hmm. there's some interviews and I know the audience can see it and they're like, Whoa, that just seems a little different or something. You right. Know? It's because, um, you know, they, they finished their hunt. And evidence comes back and they're like, oh, I, we need to talk about this or we need to talk about this moment. Mm -hmm. So they'll have, you know, a separate interview team that will just, you know, get that really quick and have it. Um, gotcha. A lot of that stuff I don't do. I'll go on another show and be working or something. Uh, but the only time I'm really with Maria, Ronnie or Bryce mm -hmm. is if uh, somewhere within the evidence that we've found, we all have to come together. Outside that, like we'll get to set okay we'll fly into our location we'll get our gear we'll have our safety meetings and everything and then you know go it's radio calls and whatnot and wow you know is there and a, then when, uh, we, when we get okay. together we have a good time though sorry that's good <laughs> i think that's in, that's important you know like uh because it, it yeah i could imagine you know most of this filming you know you're in some stressful situations so it's important yeah. when you can to have the uh the just like everyone hang out have a good time um are there are there uh situations that you've been through over the seasons where you feel like maybe you know it warrants going back and looking at it again or you wish that you could have stayed longer in the one area but you had to leave for some weird wow. reason yeah for sure uh, which I think that idea is what brought me and Russell to kind of have this idea of like, if the show ever goes off or it stops and we're in good health, oh, like yeah. if they do it for 10 years and Russell's 65 going to the woods, you know, we might not have a future. Yeah, maybe not. But, uh, <laughs> but if it stopped and we were doing that, there's places that we've been through the show that we would love to go back and check out. And, mm. you know, one of them was that season three, that mountain, you know, we we got rushed out of there because of the fire and the smoke, just like oh, in Washington. Sure, yeah. Um and and to just be able to go longer and stay and and then not have the the confines of seasonal fires and production mm -hmm. needing like, okay, well you know what, we're not gonna pay you any longer to be there if you're gonna do it. <laughs> it's on you. Like Gotcha. Um so hmm. yeah, I would say I would say Northern California for sure. Um even even though we went to Washington twice, like that spot there's just something about it like you know the olympic the olympic peninsula just it it's crazy there's, there's something there it, dude, <laughs> there's you something know there. you know I've, I've been out to uh you know we flew into seattle once we we drove out to forks and the whole rainforest and all that and just and this is way before i i got really into Bigfoot. So I can't even imagine what it would have been like to see that area through the lens of someone who's in the Bigfoot. It would have blown my mind, but man, you know, stuff like that is happening all the time out there. Just it's man, Pacific, and Pacific Northwest is crazy. I think too. And this is another thing I like to try to explain to people. I think when you're looking for something, your, your brain kind of, 
makes it easier to see something exactly or, you yeah know, sure. you like oh this tree now looks like a man standing there because i'm looking for something to be standing there uh-huh. and so like whenever i'm out in the pacific northwest i'm like oh man i'm definitely going to run into bigfoot across this tree here behind this tree over there he's here i see that there oh yep, that's it <clears throat> and i think it's because you know uh you're <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> i think it's because you're looking you know and you're uh-huh. in your brain will make it a lot easier to be fooled oh sure um, Definitely. I want to, I want to tell you real quick. Um, cause again, I'm from Kentucky. Oh when yeah. I came to Kentucky. Okay. You know, they're right in my back door. Um, that whistle, that sound that we heard that night. Oh yeah. I've, I've never heard anything like that ever. Really? Like being from here, I've never heard anything like that. And hmm. that was probably one of the most shocking moments for me just because, you know, I'm from here. Like I don't expect to hear anything like that. And the way that it played out on TV, and I actually watched a YouTube video where somebody tried to point out that the audio uh, was like dubbed up. You know, you saw two of them stacked. Uh-huh. Again, that's the edit. We can't control how they edit that stuff. Uh, but I can oh, tell you, like, yeah. when we were there, the whistle that we heard, and I think maybe because the way we tried to explain it so much, like, it might have come across like, oh, well, you can't hear it in that audio because when you play it back, you don't hear it the way that. I remember hearing it and it was like, it's like, if you, if you take those little wooden train whistles, if you've seen those, like uh-huh. Woo, you blow uh-huh. in those a higher pitch, but it sounded like it was on two levels the whole time. Not like it did it and then did it again. It was just like two levels of a whistle weird. for a long, long time. And you know, it, it was, it was really weird. And I, Russell's just like, did you hear that? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've been here forever and never heard anything like that. That would have been the weirdest to have something like that happen in, on your home turf and yeah, you'd never like, experience it. That would be weird, man. That'd be it's weird. got the scent of my blood in it. It's like Jaws. It's going to come over here to my holler and get me. Uh-oh. He's <laughs> <laughs> coming to get you. Oh, man. Uh, Zach, this has been super fun uh, chatting with you. One thing, though, I wanted to make sure that we – you know, raised awareness of, um, is, you know, so you're from the area of Kentucky that had, you know, that, um, that intense, um, it was the intense floods that happened, uh, a yeah. few years ago now. Oh no, this was, <clears throat> it was a thousand year flood. It happened back in July, three months ago. Okay. That's my time is so <laughs> screwed up. I apologize. Uh, no, it's yeah. okay. Uh, I mean, you know, that's the thing is a lot of people have never really paid much attention to Appalachia, Southeast Kentucky and stuff. And uh, it kind of feels like the forgotten area Mm. of America. But uh, to see so many people willing to help out, you know, this we lost several people in our community. Oh, man. And, um, you know, you think about how small the place is. Mm. One or two people is a lot. And to lose like 20 or more, like it's just unreal and but you know people have really come together to help out um they've come from all over the country and we're thankful for that people have donated to to help feed people uh Mm. to help you know get some of the infrastructure back uh i think that's the biggest thing people don't understand about that flood this region it's just a bunch of hollers a bunch of little roads that cross streams and and uh and the flood like wiped roads out completely erased roads like Almost every bridge, I think like 70% of the bridges in this area in 2,000 square miles 
wiped out. Like, wow, it, it's incredible. a massive infrastructure. Uh, it, it's just been bad. It's, but it's, it's on the men. You know, we're three months out. It's okay. Yeah, it's getting better, and it'll get better. It'll take a while, but I appreciate it's, you thinking about us. Oh, definitely. I, I remember you. You uh, throwing a few things out there on social media about it. Is there like a a website that people can? Uh, donate to any efforts for that area or uh yeah uh there's a not county tourism.com mm-hmm. uh k-n-o-t-t not okay. county tourism uh that money goes to a foundation that we started for long-term recovery it's okay. going to help people build like as it starts to get colder we're worried about people that are living in the shells of these houses that oh, are wow. left yeah with no insulation you know nothing so trying to figure out how to keep these people warm for the winter as it comes and uh but yeah knockcountytourism.com you can if if you feel it on your heart you can donate there and it'll it'll definitely go that's that's straight to the people like that's not a a big organization where it's like you know um but uh yeah i mean anything else thoughts and Mm. prayers help you know oh that of course of course that definitely put uh not county tourism uh in the show notes for this Definitely. Uh, Zach, we're, we're pretty much uh, at, at the end of the episode. This has been a fun, fun chat. And this, uh, it really helped uh, flesh out the story of what you see on TV and add a lot to it. So I thank you so much for coming on Uh, before, before you're headed out, uh, you know, take a few minutes. If there's anything that you would like to, to share about how people can keep up to date uh, with what you're doing or anything, any projects you're working on, feel free to to share those. Definitely. Oh, cool. Well, uh, thank you for having me on. This is fun. I love to, you know, talk about what I do, talk about the show, especially Expedition Bigfoot. Right. Um, in two weeks, I'm heading out to Alaska for Life Below Zero. I'll miss Thanksgiving with my family. Oh, but man. that's why all this has grown out. Got to uh. keep me warm. Um, uh, I think the second week of December, new season of Dirty Jobs comes on Discovery Plus. You'll nice. see me plenty there. It's a lot of fun. And then January, I'm thinking in January, the new season of Expedition Bigfoot comes on. Okay. And so, uh, so yeah, I mean, all that stuff coming down the pipe. Stay tuned. And if you, you want to follow me on uh, Instagram, it's just Juggernaut J U G G E R K N O T T. Uh, and then, yeah. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for uh, hanging out tonight, and you have a good one, Zach. You too, Jeremiah. It's been fun, dude. Thank you for listening to Bigfoot Society. If you like the show, please review and rate it five stars on iTunes. Hit the share button and send this episode to all your friends on social media. Subscribe to Bigfoot Society wherever you listen to podcasts. It doesn't cost a thing. Pick up a Bigfoot Society shirt or enamel pin over on our Etsy page and people will tell you all about their Bigfoot sightings when you wear it. At least that's what people tell us. That's what happens. If you'd like to become an official member of Bigfoot Society with a membership card, a community of like-minded individuals, and extra content each month, then please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. Thanks for listening.